Hey, I'm Kylie, ex-fitness coach turned mid-sized fashion influencer. Whether it's just me or conversation with a friend, we have real conversations around success, failures, and living your best life. I created Ambition and Grace as a space to talk open and honestly, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Throw your headphones on and join the conversation. All right, Lauren, welcome to Ambition and Grace podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. So just to clarify, to give a little background on how we know each other, I call you my Instagram friend because, again, I haven't met you in real life. <laughs> I know. And we met through Sidewalk Daily, right? Yes. Oh my okay. Gosh. Yeah. Yes. Although I'm surprised I didn't know who you were before because we both kind of did similar things, but. Right. Yeah. No. So we met on Sidewalk Daily and you're a fellow size 10 midsize girly. And so I thought it'd be fun, yes, to have you on so people can hear another perspective of your story, what it looked like when you got your influencing started, like tips and tricks that you use. I know that you and I talk a lot about the internet trolls. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. So I just thought it'd be fun to have you on and ask you some questions. I'll let you tell your journey, like your background, how you got here. And then I'll ask you some questions that I get asked a lot and we'll just go from there. Okay. That sounds pretty easy to me. (laughs) Perfect. So what's your background? How did you get into influencing? Oh boy. Okay. It kind of, (laughs) this sounds so bad, but in a way it almost started like out of spite because all of my friends back in college, so I guess, okay, it's like a two-pronged tale because like I really started in social media over seven years ago when I was still a senior in high school, actually, and making weekly vlogs on YouTube. And I just shared like everyday life, my little adventures and kind of documenting my last like couple months of high school and all my friends and adventures. And then kind of did that. What made you want to do that? I always just loved watching like YouTube videos and it was always fun to see what other people were up to. And after a while, it was like, okay, all of these people can do it. Like, why can't I? And I feel like I've always just been a little bit of a documentarian and I like to like have those memories because like I'm going to forget X, Y, and Z (laughs) pretty easily. So like to have that tangible evidence and then it kind of just became almost like an addiction from there. And it was cool to like be able to create everything, edit stuff, watch back like all of the little memories that I have. And I mean, I could still see what I was doing six, seven years ago, like on April 5th or whatever. So it's been really cool to have that digital footprint. Mm -hmm. So then with, you said that you kind of started it out of spite at first too. So like, what (laughs) did that look like? (laughs) So I've done YouTube for, oh gosh, it probably would have been about three or four years by that point because it started like 2016-ish. And so by 2019, I had just finished my junior year of college. And throughout that whole time, all my friends were always like, Lauren, how do I wear this? Lauren, how do I wear that and style this? And I was like kind of getting annoyed with everyone. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start like an Instagram page. And as all good business ideas do or like begin, I was at a bar with one of my friends. She had just turned 21. And I was like, should I start like an Instagram account? Because again, I'd followed so many bloggers throughout like high school and college. And I was like, it's something I could do. I never imagined, obviously, it would turn into what it is today. But I thought it would just be kind of like a fun hobby, a cool way to document my outfits. So she's like, yeah, why not? Just like start, see what happens. And so I created my page, started posting every single day and it just kind of evolved from there. What were you doing before, like for work before you, cause you do it full time now, right? 
Yeah, I started it full time last January. So I was still a college student, honestly, during my first year of everything and had finished up my degree in communications and marketing at Gonzaga University. And then I was like six weeks shy of graduating when like COVID hit. So that was Mm. a fun time to graduate in 2020. But kind of gave me the opportunity to really like hone in on my craft because instead of like going to class and going out and doing whatever, I was able to just work on social media. So I was able to kind of grow a bit more throughout that time period. Kind of tried to take it full time right after school, but like I was definitely not making enough money to support myself. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go back to work. I worked at Nordstrom all throughout college. So I just kind of went back there. Did retail. I was like a lingerie fitter, which I don't even really wear bras. So that was an interesting (laughs) position for me. (laughs) And then I was like women's wear. I'd done just kind of a little bit of everything. It kind of bounced me around. And then it kind of got to a point where I like had broken another nail. And I was like, I literally cannot do this anymore. (laughs) Like my brain just is fried. So I applied to become either a manager at Nordstrom or the marketing catering director at Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A just was a little bit closer and a bit easier. I already kind of knew some people. So went down that path, quickly realized that fast food and stuff was not for me. And it's just like not a great work environment either and stuff. So I was like, all right, life's too short. And I knew by the time I was 25, I wanted to be my own boss anyway. So I was like, I could just like wait it out, be miserable for a few months or just say, screw it and take the leap. And obviously I said, take the leap. And the first like, oh gosh, probably eight or so months being self-employed were a little rough. Like I was living at home with my parents, just trying to save up, make this like a thing. And then I took that sidewalker course with you. And that's kind of when things really started to change. And I was like, oh, I just spent like all this money on a class and like I started taking my education and influencing a little more seriously. And then I was able to kind of learn how to pitch myself, work with brands, figure out a little bit more of the business side. And then I moved to the city I live in now, Spokane, Washington. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where life was like, all right, hope you're ready because things are about (laughs) to change. (laughs) And literally, and I'm like, okay, buckle up. (laughs) And it's just been insane the last six months. Yes, I shared my the episode isn't out yet, but it will be by the time our episode goes out. And I kind of like did a whole episode on influencing one on one and breaking down everything that I did and investing in education. Like I cannot recommend that enough. And so like you said, with after taking Sidewalker Daily, that was like your aha. Like I learned so much, especially with like pitching and negotiating. Literally, I was like, oh, there's all this stuff. Now, I do want to put a little caveat in that I kind of had a leg up compared to most people, I think, like early on, because right when I started my page, I also had a content marketing internship. So I kind of learned how to be like a social media manager, learned kind of more of like the business side through my mentor turned now best friend. And I feel like I was able to kind of take those lessons and then combine them to like influencing. But Other than that, everything was pretty much self-taught. And I was like, I don't want to spend money on a course. Like, I don't know if it's actually Mm going to work or anything. I think I invested in one kind of like pitch template thing. But I don't know. I'm like very personable. And I want to make sure I have like relationships with people and make everything tailored to whoever one is. Because I mean, working at Nordstrom, you learn like customer service, taking care of people's like number one. And I think that's kind of what's set me apart from a lot of people too. And I'm like, okay, I can like talk to people. And that's why I like Sidewalker Daily too. She's like, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. It's not like a get what get rich quick scheme, which I feel like a lot right. of people try to sell you on. 
Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't understand either. And I kind of, I think both of us talked about it again in one of our Instagram chats of that there is so much work. Like when people find us, like you have like over 80,000 followers and I'm getting close to 50,000 people are like, oh, cool. Like I can do that. But it's like, I, like you said, 2019, right? Yeah. It'll be four years next month. <laughs> So there was that quote that I heard from the guy that created Twitter that it takes 10 years of work to become an overnight success. And I'm like, I have never related to anything more. I spiritually feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So when you started showing up on social media, did you have, did you struggle with imposter syndrome? Was that a thing where you're like, I've been doing social media, like I'm confident with it? I think I've always been a bit delusional. (laughs) (laughs) I love that (laughs) and kind of from an earlier age like I remember being a child being like I'm gonna be on Broadway one day and I'm gonna make my sister my limo driver and just kind of (laughs) like I kind of have always been a personality and a bit of a flamboyant person but it wasn't until like kind of college and as I started posting on social media I feel like I got a lot more confident from being on the internet, making friends. Like I remember before I started doing more like influencer stuff like I do now, I'd get jealous of all my friends who like got way more likes than me on posts. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, why don't people care about Lauren and stuff? (laughs) And so now to look back and be like, oh, I've had like millions of people see me now. It's like, eh, whatever. Right. I feel like it's kind of giving me a thicker skin, especially because I'm only like 25 and I feel like a lot of girls my age still kind of struggle with confidence and stuff. And so it's put me ahead of the game in that regard, I think, because I'm like, I get told all kinds of stuff every single day. Like, (laughs) I know who I am. I know what I like. I've been working on that for the last few years and it's been paying off. Okay. Two questions. I want to say them or ask them so I don't forget them. First question was, was your family and friends supportive when you finally came out and said that you wanted to be an influencer? And then the second one was, what are some tips to finding that confidence that you just said of like, okay, nope, I know who I am. And that kind of goes into like dealing with the rude and negative comments too. But we'll go with the first one of were your friends and family supportive or were they like, what the fuck is that? My parents were the most confused, especially when I was like, I'm going to move back home because I was living like 30 minutes away from them. The kind of when things were starting to like, not really take off per se, but I knew I was like, okay, I want to like pursue this full time and just kind of see what happens. They were like, you have like this nice degree. You've only been working in corporate America for like maybe a year. Are you sure you want to do this? But I was like, just trust me, let me do my thing. And then I think slowly (laughs) over time as I've been like, oh, this is like actually making crazy money for how little effort I have to put in. They're like, oh, this is awesome. And so now they tell like all their little old people friends and they're like, oh, Lauren's doing this. And this is how it all works. And they watch like my recent McDonald's ad and they're showing it to all their friends. They're like, okay, that's been kind of cool. So fun. And then my friends, I feel like from the start, were always pretty supportive. They knew that I was always kind of like more of the creative type anyway. And I mean, some of them didn't really want to be on my social media. I kind of like forced them to be back in the day. So now I've kind of been just step back and been like, okay, you guys can be in it if you want. But I know that this is mostly like something for me, but everyone loves like all the perks and things. I try to take my friends to different events, free things. Like I had a friend come over the other week and she just took home a bunch of clothes because I'm like, I don't know what to do with all this stuff. Yeah. So I've been able to like really spread the love. And so they're not as like, oh, that's weird. And I feel like my generation, at least, was like, we've kind of grown up with influencers and content creation. So it's not like 
as big of a leap than maybe someone that's like a little bit older than me who's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Right. That's funny. So then going back to like being so confident in who you are and what you have to offer. So what did that journey look like for you? And like, did you, cause I know that we like confidence, at least in my opinion, is like something that we have to learn along the journey. Right. But so did you have like times where you doubted yourself or where you weren't confident and then what like led to you finally being like, okay, fuck yeah, we're doing this. I think like starting off with like, kind of confident but kind of scared at the same time because I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen what all this is but I luckily had a lot of mentors that believed in me and were like Lauren you're gonna like totally surpass me and I was like lol you're funny and then I have now and I'm like oh okay but I definitely had like it was kind of fun like through college and then like once I had like technically graduated and kind of was out on my own doing my thing working at Nordstrom about like a year or so in, I started like playing the comparison game a lot more. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was where my confidence waned. And I was like, oh my gosh, all of these girls who like kind of started around the same time as me are like way further ahead than I thought I would be. And I'm like, why don't people like me? What am I doing wrong? And so that's kind of when I, well, first I took a life coaching class from this guy, Carson Tuller, and that really helped me kind of build up my confidence talking to someone who's like, just kind of believe in yourself, like things are going to work out. It took a little bit longer than I anticipated for things (laughs) to work out. But it was good having someone at that point, I think in my life, just like to talk to and kind of bounce ideas off of and like kind of work on personal development at that point. And then it was around that time as well that I kind of learned about the mid-sized community. But I didn't really start posting anything until probably like six or so months after. And then it kind of slowly started to build and evolve. And then I kind of realized, oh, my little marketing brain kind of went off. And I was like, this is a good (laughs) niche to get into. Build your brand and stuff. And so kind of meeting more girls like you, like myself that are, you know, that weird in between of like, I'm not like a size zero, tiny model girl, but I'm also not plus size. Like, where do I fit in in social media? How can I like carve out my own niche, find my people? And so as I kind of met others that were doing crazy things, I was like, oh, I can do it myself and help me feel a lot more confident in my own abilities. And I think I've always been a little bit more on the like creative side and like open to being experimental with my content as well. And so just being confident enough to be like, okay, I'm going to like try this, see what happens. That also helped. What are, cause something that I get asked, I don't know, like, do, do people reach out to you and ask like, Hey, how did you do this? Or like, how did you get there? I'm starting to get more questions like that lately. And I'm like, I hope you're patient because it took a long time and I'm not the one to sugarcoat. (laughs) No, same. And so that's what I kind of gave like tips on. Well, for example, like my tip for when I answered this question during my episode of how to grow your following, my tip was literally do not focus on growing your following. Focus on nurturing and watering the audience that you have now because then when other people look in at your content or when they come across your profile, they're going to be like, wow, this person's like really connected, really showing up for her audience. Like I want to be a part of that. So what would a tip from you be on growing a brand following business. I hate saying growing your following because as we both know, like you don't have to have a huge following to be an influencer. No, not at all. And honestly, having a huge following can sometimes be scary. And I feel like no one talks about that enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's such a good like, point. 
I was just vibing with my 10,000 friends. I was like, oh my gosh, we're having so much fun. And I kind of identified at that point as like a content creator. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I like had a good little community of gals. And then when I had like my first viral video and like grew to over 35, I was like, uh, people have their opinion, right? How did I end up on the side of Instagram? (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do with all of you? And then once it jumped from 35 to 81, I was like, oh my God. I mean, I kind of got a little more used to it. Like it's messed up to say you get used to going viral, but like right. the second time it happens, you're like, oh yeah, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just, it's so crazy to watch your business scale and like all these people and you're like, oh my gosh, I have like all these opinions, which like in some ways are kind of nice because I feel like I've been able to grow from it and stuff. And people are like, oh, maybe try doing content this way or that way instead of just like staying in one place like my brain would have liked to do. (laughs) I feel like once your audience starts growing, then you're going to have a lot more opinions. Yes. I mean, luckily, I've been able to nurture a pretty nice community overall. And I think a like more like minded community, because I'm not afraid to be myself. And I feel like when I meet people out in the real world, they're like, Oh, you're pretty similar to like what I expected online. And I'm like, Okay, that's good that I'm able to keep it pretty cohesive like definitely be yourself don't like change who you are online to impress people because like who you are and how you show up for the world every day is going to be impressive enough especially when you get to talk about something you're passionate about which is like me and fashion and things um and yeah and like the haters I mean I'm kind of a sarcastic bitch so I'm gonna like kind of clap back with like sarcastic things and I've been that way since like high school and stuff because like I just don't have time to be like oh so sad you're so mean I'm like well you're dumb I don't care I'm gonna keep doing my thing like you don't agree with me but guess what I don't agree with you so what are we gonna do sit here and argue that two plus two is five like there's no point in arguing so that's ridiculous yes that's what people like I posted on my story the other day I'm like if you see me not replying to negative comments that's on fucking purpose (laughs) yeah like you guys are just dumb as hell like right and I have to protect my peace at the end of the day so I think it's Instagram like they can filter comments I think actually TikTok too now because yeah over on TikTok I'm getting close to 200,000 and yeah you fucking get a lot of opinions which I feel like TikTok people are a little bit more opinionated and I don't know why TikTok people are mean. And that is why in some ways I am glad that my TikTok presence is small because everyone that comments for the most part has been pretty nice and we just kind of do our own thing. Instagram, when you have viral videos, I notice people are mean. But again, people have been pretty nice for the most part on my regular stuff. Some DMs get weird. Like for the most part, I'm kind of an attention seeker. So I will read everything, respond sometimes I have to get a little sassy but then if people are just like flat out mean which they can be at times I had this one guy like make so many odd comments and I like clapped back and then he like kept going after I like didn't respond so then I had to block him and so it takes like a lot for me to want to block someone but there are some people that irk me enough to that level I have no problem blocking that's what I'm like (laughs) if you're going to okay like come back on if I delete your comment and then you come back and say hey I saw that you deleted my comment. Be like, yes, I did that on purpose. And guess what? Now you're just not going to get a comment at all. And I just thought my block is so long. So I'm like, I just don't have the time or energy to deal with you. I don't care. That's fair. I have way too much time on my hands. So I will feed into it sometimes. There's one time like, I'm on like, bored. It was, 
<laughs> literally there's like on tiktok this freaking hater her name is debbie and my friends and i were like fuck you debbie, debbie. <laughs> and that's been like a meme in my friend circle the last couple of years because her and i just went back and forth She's like you're not a fashion influencer i said tell that to all of my followers who come to me for fashion advice um but yeah and like at this point i also will kind of feed into the haters and not necessarily block because i'm like more engagement for me join the party it's gonna get out to new people <laughs> exactly <laughs> so then when it comes to like creating content and all of that what does your day look like like what's your work-life balance and I know personally that it can be so different but also what I'm so jealous of and is like you live in like a bigger I mean Billings is like a little over a hundred thousand people but for Montana okay, yeah, we're about twice the size we're or like we're about Right. We're the biggest city in Montana. So we're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. So people like are saying like, oh, you're kind of paving the way. Cause I, I mean, even going back to my parents when they're like, oh yeah, my daughter's an influencer. And like my dad lives in Arizona and my mom used to live in Arizona. They're like in Montana, like she's a fashion influencer, in Montana. I'm like, yes, exactly. My point why I'm doing this. So, cause there's so many other girls that want to do it too, but there's like that stigma of it. But with Spokane, I'm like, I see you going to events and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to like make that happen in billing so bad. <laughs> I have faith in you. I mean, it's been interesting because like when I started, I was in my hometown of Olympia, Washington, which is like an hour outside of Seattle. And I just like, I made my friends go with me on little photo shoots throughout the week. And I was like, let's go take some pictures. And bless their hearts because they like <laughs> split up with me and stuff and help the sister out. Because I didn't know about tripods and all that when we first kicked off. And then when I got back to college, I had like a photographer friend who helped me out. But I wasn't like going to any events at the beginning. And then when I went back to the west side, like Seattle, Tacoma area, I like kind of did a couple events here and there, but like nothing super major. Because I mean, even in Seattle, I don't think they have like tons of stuff, especially because COVID's been going on the last few years. We weren't really able to meet up or anything. So we did a couple like virtual things with the brand and got to like interact in some capacity and like I kind of started one group of gals who were in the Seattle area because I was like I don't have a ton of friends I don't know a lot of people that are doing the same thing as me so I kind of had to be like the trailblazer in a sense and be like okay let's go do things but definitely moving to Spokane has been pretty helpful because like as soon as I knew I was moving here I had like two weeks to like pack everything up get my life together and during that two weeks I reached out to like all the bloggers in the area but they're like 10 plus years older than me they're married they have kids there's not really any like mid 20 somethings mm -hmm. like myself that are doing this so like I'm kind of the youngest one at all these functions and I'm like kind of getting like invites through other people but I'm I'm slowly carving a name for myself here and that has been really cool and I'm hopefully kind of like some tea but I'm hopefully doing an event soon with some other influencers here and like celebrating my page's success. I'm just kind of like getting my name out there more and being like, hey, I'm Lauren. And hopefully like brands can notice me, get to know me more here. And we'll see what pans out from there. And a different, what kind of makes you different from what I do is that you also work with highlighting restaurants, right? I really like to eat. Yes. I sometimes think of myself as like a little video game character. I love, I used to love playing like The Sims and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to go on a side quest to kind of become a food blogger in a way. Not like anything major, but like I love visiting different restaurants and we have a really good food scene here. And like 
an insane amount of rest per, restaurants per capita. So I'm always like, let's go out to eat and test out new places. So trying to get into that. I mean, I'm still predominantly fashion, but I'm sure, you know, fashion doesn't fully pay the bills. You kind of got to diversify what you're doing in order to make any money as an influencer. So I'm like, okay, what are things that I'm passionate about? Food, fashion, and travel. So I kind of try and do anything in those worlds and slowly paying off. Yes. So then what does like a content day look for you? Like look like for you? Are you a content like as you go? Are you a content batcher? I like to do everything last minute. So my senior quote was, why do today what can be done tomorrow? And (laughs) my content (laughs) is definitely and I'll basically just do stuff like usually how I kind of pace out my days is I get up like my alarm goes off at eight I usually get out of bed by like nine o'clock or so have a little bit of time in the morning to just dink around play on my phone see what's going on respond to messages and things and then I slowly get ready I'll go on TikTok live to get ready so then I feel like I'm kind of working and like talking to people but really it's just like me mentally preparing for the day right and then usually in the morning is when I'll film the majority of my content for the day so I have like a little google spreadsheet or whatever of like what content I want to plan for the week or month and have like a content calendar so I kind of look at that I'm like okay this is stuff I need to get done if I have like partnerships obviously I'll make sure to film those ahead of time so I'll do that either in like the morning or afternoon depending if I need to like call a friend to be like hey I need some help like But I film like the majority of stuff at home, just like in my living room, in my bedroom. And then in the afternoons, usually do like emails, a lot of like the more administrative stuff. I just hired my own assistant. So hopefully that can get like a little bit more mellowed out. So I also find myself like out at meetings and I really try to be intentional with like building relationships in my city. So I do some like local stuff, go out to coffee with business owners, like really get to know people. So they're like, oh, I will invest money in this gal. And then from there, usually around nighttime, I'll either like chill at home or that's when I go out to like different events and go see friends, do X, Y, and Z. So kind of like always doing something because I mean, my life is my job. So it's like kind of (laughs) weird. That's what I say. I'm like creating content is literally my job. And so I personally like to create content as I go too, because I, I like for it to be like authentic of like what people are asking me in my DMs or stuff rather than planning all this out and being like, oh shit, like so-and-so or so many people asked or requested about this. And so I'm like, I just want to kind of cater and go. So that works for some people, but then some people also are like, okay, like we need to have our shit together and so be it. So cannot be me. I mean, I used to do that when I had another job, but now that this is my full-time job, it's a lot easier to be like, okay, I'm going to just like do it. And then I also like having my hair and makeup different for different videos. And I don't want it to look like this whole production everything looks the same. I want to be like, my goal is to kind of be like a girl next door type of vibe. And so people come to my page and they're like, oh, she's just like an everyday girl who just happens to play around with clothes all day. So then what is like your next goal? Like what are you working towards right now? Oh gosh, probably hitting 100k on Instagram, like really growing my business, being like pretty financially set. I would love to get like a five-figure partnership so that we're working toward. And then more so like at this point, like business feels pretty good. And I'm like, okay, I've got my own team now. I also just got like a management team to help me out. And I'm like, I'm learning how to like outsource and like get 
outside things to supplement like me just doing everything because like the last three years almost four has just been me doing every single thing and it like got to be a lot as things have grown and that's what people don't understand how much work actually goes into it of like the creating the content but then when brands reach out to you when you need to pitch brands and like you said like the excel spreadsheet and there's so many things that go into a partnership too that people don't realize like 99% of the content with a brand, like the brand has to approve it. So you record the video, then you send it to them and then they might have revisions. Like right now I've been going back and forth (laughs) with revisions. Yes. For a brand deal right now. And it's totally fine because I've also learned that after so many revisions, you can say, okay, like we're like, I have a revision fee now after we've gone past two. So yeah, but just so much goes into it. And then especially when you throw in, because you have a blog too. I've got my Instagram, TikTok, website, YouTube, Pinterest. So I'm like in charge of five social channels. Right. And then on top of that, like you said, but with you having an agency, and again, that's kind of what I talk about with my influencing one-on-one episode of being able to, like you said, outsource so that you have somebody else. Because when you're doing those five different platforms and then, yes, and and you're also trying to create different content for each platform. I mean, I recycle and reuse a lot, but I also try to add different things to make it a little different. Exactly. Like my TikToks usually are a little bit more time consuming. They're like, you want to be chatty in those. But then Instagram, you want it to be like a little bit quicker. And then I make YouTube videos and I like make one long form vlog. That's more so for myself. I get a little antsy with the thought of like people really seeing the real me. (laughs) But like it's been a fun like little vlog. But then like the shorts and then trying to like build that platform, figuring out how to monetize, getting blog posts out. But I mean... I got my Instagram hacked a couple weeks ago and that was very like pivotal moment of like, oh my goodness, like that it could all go away. feeling, yes. Ugh. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm really building up these other platforms. So in case something were to happen, heaven forbid, we'd be okay because I have like diverse income and different ways to work with people and support my audience. And it's just like a lot of energy. <laughs> that's what yeah like by the end of the day and then when you're like replying to comments and replying to dms like by the end of the day like i don't know about you but i'm so mentally exhausted because i feel like i just gave like everything to hundreds of thousands of people all day and i'm like okay it's time for me to like recharge that's fair i usually take my mornings kind of slow so it's not like too ah, overwhelming and i try not to film a ton of videos at once Today has been uh, a caveat to that rule because I was traveling over the weekend and then I was like took Monday off and just kind of gone off my normal schedule, but try to make it somewhat balanced and then I'll like take breaks kind of towards the night. But then like last night I was working till 11, 11.30 and I'm like, Lauren, this is not normal of a thing to do. But then I kind of like will get sucked into tasks and different things. So, I mean, I love it so much that I don't mind too, too much. I just kind of have to like make sure I'm like pacing myself and Mm -hmm. kind of staying on Just being aware. Right. And then like I tell people too, it's so hard. Again, just personally for me, it's really hard for me to find that balance when my job is always available to me on my phone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
So Travis has to be like, babe, you need to put your phone down and like, it's time to be present. I'm like, you're right. Yes. See, I am a free agent. And so I have no one telling me to like, <laughs> stop. So I just keep on, keep it on. And like, you're like, hit me up, up. Yep. hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> literally i'll chat with anybody i'm like hey how's it going and then like i'm the type of person that gets very distracted easily so like as soon as i see a message i'm like i will respond and then i'm like oh shoot i have this thing then to you do. left somebody then- else on red and you're like shit my bad <laughs> no literally and then i'm like oh my god i have like 70 projects to finish up and i've got like a never-ending to-do list and then like i forget half of the things that i need to get done and i'm like, oh, i should have added this to this it's a whole, it's a mess, oh, girl. But I'm really I, trying to be a little bit more organized. Yes, it's just so I, hard. I, you're preaching to the choir here. Okay, so to wrap it up, because I have to go to a golf committee meeting in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cute mug. Is that one of the Amazon mugs? Absolutely. It's oh, got like cute. a little spoon and everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if, because again, a lot of people that want to get into a lot of my audience, I shouldn't say all of it, but I have a big percentage of my audience that is always asking like for tips of getting into this space. So what is your advice for somebody that is wanting to start getting into the influencing slash content creating scene? Like if you could just give them or a couple tips, whatever. Yeah. One that always comes into my head, I always just tell people like, just start. You never know where it's going to take you. Once you start, kind of get yourself into a routine and like work at it just a little bit every day. It doesn't need to be like a full on thing and like anything crazy neurotic, but like share your little outfit, share a little story and like think of something that brings you joy. And then when other people see that joy, they're just going to be attracted to it. And I think that's been the best part of like what I do because I've like always loved fashion, been like obsessed with it since I was a kid. And so getting to still play around with clothes every day, like continues to light me up, even though, you know, we all get our tough days and it can be a little exhausting at times, just knowing like you're passionate about what you're doing and other people will start to see that it'll kind of keep motivating you to continue pursuing it. I think that's a really good point to bring up to make sure that it's your passion, because if it in make sure what you do get into is your passion, because when burnout or things get tough, like start happening, then there's going to be like zero motivation. So knowing your why and like you said, your passion is so important. Definitely changes the game. And yeah, just starting and be excited. And also don't be afraid to tell other people what you're doing. I feel like a lot of people when they first start off, get very shy. That was literally I literally me. posted it to <laughs> my old Instagram, like that I'd had since middle school. And I was like, Hey, I started a page. If you guys want to follow go for it. If not, totally understand. I got like 40, 50 people when I first started. So just like getting that initial hype and putting yourself out there and it'll get easier over time for sure. But there's nothing to be ashamed of when you want to follow your dreams. Right. Or, and if it's going back to like helping people or whatever that is, usually content creation, some way or form goes back to wanting to help people in whatever that is, whether it's food, fashion, life. I mean, whatever that looks like. So yes, I love that. So, and we have a zoom meeting next week because you and I are trying to get to New York fashion week together in September. Me too. Yes. That was, it's so funny because that's literally on my vision board. And then I shit you not the week after I made my vision board, you reached out and were like, Hey, a group of us are trying to go to New York fashion week. And I'm like, it is fucking meant to be. (laughs) I know it's been on my vision board. 
for this year too. Yes, I love it. So I'm very excited to see what happens. Oh, yes. So we'll be on our little adventure with that. And I want to make sure that like we, well, for me, like I'll share that process and what that looks like. And cause it's a whole, again, just another little mini job that we're going to have to take on with this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> the house on fire. <laughs> That's been my favorite meme forever. <laughs> But that's what, again, like as micro influencers, like the macro influencers, like they get invited to it left and right. However, like people that are micro like us right now, like we have to pitch, we have to find the brands, we have to find the email to contact the brands, we have to pitch the brands and basically harass them until we finally get a response. And then they invite us to the fashion show. Like we have to be invited to the show. Like you can't just fucking show up. We got to get that all taken care of. We got to figure out what events we want to go to. Cause I want to, I want to go to like some parties. Like, I don't know how crazy I'm going to get, but <laughs> I'm trying to see Drake, Justin Bieber. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got my club and shoes. Let's go. <laughs> But yeah, I've got to find like a hotel. And, and like, I've never been to New York, so I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. But I know that like my little inner fashionista heart's like, oh my gosh, fashion week. Like that's the creme yes, de la like creme of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> and so to get to do that this quickly in life, like sign me up. I'm Fuck so yeah. ready. Yes. So yeah, that's what we got going on right now. And I'm just really, yeah, happy that we got to meet each other and that it's been nice because I don't have a ton of friends that are in. Well, I actually have no friends that I knew going into this previously. And so it's been really nice Thanks. to meet people online and be able to connect with them and just like relate. Exactly. And like having the friends also helps me keep on keeping on and like, okay, we're all in this together. <laughs> right. And when shit gets hard or things get slow, because that's what like, I just had a girlfriend reach out last week and she had a couple of videos. I mean, she's like brand, brand new to it. And she has like probably 300 followers and she had two videos that got a little traction with like 15,000. And so it's like, you get that taste of like, oh, like, okay, cool. People are seeing it. People are responding to it. And then you go back to getting like 300 views and she's like, what the hell? Like what's going on? I'm like that welcome to social we get the viral videos and then you get the videos where it's like wait what the fuck just happened <laughs> what yeah. happened it takes time but again got to be a little bit delusional and a little bit of a narcissist in this industry inconsistent but it all just will even itself out and sometimes people just need to be like a little prodded and like here's some options for you guys to look at and they'll buy into it eventually the numbers will go up and then you'll get big enough that you don't even you're gonna have debbies (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay lauren where can my audience find you you guys can find me at lauren trevison and lauren.trevison on basically all the platforms instagram tiktok youtube and then my website is traditionally trevison.com Perfect. And I'll make sure I have that in the show notes. And obviously I'll share on Instagram too. So they'll be able to find you real easy. Perfect. And I'll make sure just tag me. I can repost it and we'll get you to that 50k, my dude. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Bye. Bye. 
Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as I can feel empowered to show up as her best self. If this episode supported you in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is to just screenshot this episode and share it on your social media or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get more personal, you can reach me on Instagram at double underscore Kylie Nelson or at Kylie underscore Nelson one on TikTok. See you back here next week.